0: So, we're back with episode two of Plead the Fifth, the podcast, baby. So, this episode is so important to me because I am going to be talking about one of my favorite people on this planet. And I'm doing this because I realize how important it is to give people their flowers, their roses, while they can still smell them, right? When they can still actually hear you say good things about them and actually know how much they are appreciated and loved while they're still here on this earth with us. A lot of the times we take that for granted and we think things and we maybe share them with other people. But it's important to also let the person you that's inspired you to let them know like that's important. So this episode, I'm going to take some time to speak about my dad. So if you know me or you know my dad, you know I am by far the biggest daddy's girl there is. Nobody can not tell me anything when it comes to my dad and nobody can tell my dad anything when it comes to me and that's on period, tight like that. So me and my dad, so first of all, let me tell you a little bit about him because y'all don't know him like I know him. So my dad is a person with so many different talents, so many different traits and like he likes to say so many different personalities all mixed into one right so my dad is a musician he's a chef he's a nurturer he is my protector he is bob the freaking builder whenever i need him to be he is so many things in one he's his own boss he's an entrepreneur all of that good stuff But first and foremost, he's a person that makes you feel good when you are in the same space as him. So we all have our moods and stuff like that. But my dad's energy, I feel like, is so pure. And seeing him happy just makes you want to feel happy, too. You know, there's some people in this world that their feelings so easily become your feelings because they're just so radiant. I don't know if anybody else experiences it, but like there's certain people that no matter how they're feeling, their mood is going to rub off on you. And I feel like my dad is one of those special people in this world that has so much power and so much energy that is literally contagious. So that's an awesome thing every time that he's in a good mood. I just feel like I want to be in a good mood too. And my dad is the type of person who wants you to feel good. So he always makes makes he always wants other people to have a smile on his face like my dad is so freaking nice that it's like beyond me but it's like it's such a weird thing because he's so nice but also he's this like aggressive um real boss ass freaking man like but he's also so nice like I got so many stories to tell I don't even know where to begin but my dad is everybody's uncle he will feed the whole block I swear to everything this man with food he will feed the whole block really and what's so special about my dad and let's talk about his food for a second and and how he cooks and how let's just talk about that part of him for a second so my dad he's a chef He's been cooking his whole life, has worked for so many franchises, even had his own restaurant and now has his own catering business and his own street kitchen going on. So he's experienced. And you know, my dad can cook almost anything that I ever asked him to make. But it's something special about my dad's food that, that doesn't even go into the spices. It doesn't go into like how things are prepared but it it really goes into the person who's preparing it. My dad is a person who loves to cook and you know that, and he loves to cook for people he loves. And you know that because when you eat his food, you can taste the love. You can literally taste that this food was made with love. When he's putting jerk chicken on the grill, when that chicken comes off and you're eating that chicken, you can tell that it's made with love. It's not the same how people just throw food together, whatever, You can literally take, like I really don't know how else to explain it. You can tell that this is something he's passionate about. It's something that he enjoys because he does it so well, so effortlessly. And his food is freaking amazing. Like you can tell somebody sat here and thought, you know, I'm making this for somebody. I'm gonna make somebody happy with this meal. And I feel like that's something that I will never take for granted. When I went to college, and I started eating dining hall, dining hall food, I immediately missed home. Like I grew up eating a, a new meal every single day. Barely ate leftovers, barely ate out. I have fresh home cooked meals every day. Every day, meals I knew were made with love. That I ate it and I got energy from eating that meal because it was made with love. So when I went to college and people were like, I was just eating dining home food it was not the same and i wanted to come home and it made me miss my dad so much so those four years was mad rough for me but yeah my dad's food is amazing and quick plug if you are ever looking for a caterer if you're ever looking for um you need sunday dinner prepared but you don't feel like cooking it call my son because he will i'm not gonna call my son call my dad because you know he would really finesse that for you So quick plug right um but yeah i feel like my dad he cooks with so much love and this just goes into my next point i feel like everything he does you know he's doing it from the heart and that's where i get it from i always say that i will never do anything that my heart's not in because i never watched that man do anything his heart was not in now never never everything he did he did with love because he really genuinely wanted to do it so growing up watching people do like of course my dad did the things he had to do but every even the things he had to do he did it from a place of love and that will will always stick with me like would always be the thing i remember most about my dad everything he does he does with love and he does because he loves you or he loves me. Like, I don't know about y'all, but he loves me. Um, but yeah. And my dad's love is so radiant, even to people who don't really know him. Like he's everybody's uncle. People gravitate towards him. People love him because like I said, he's, his energy is just so radiant. And I think that's where I get it from. Like me and my dad are really like the same person. Like, like really my twin flame and there you go, I hear him, I hear him, anyway, yeah, really my twin flame, and I just also want to get into, I'm kind of freestyling with this, because I feel like this is a topic I could just talk to, talk about from the heart, like I told you, I'm keeping it raw, I'm keeping it organic, we're just gonna flow, but I want to get into something, into something that I think is important, right? I know my dad loves me, because of the changes he was he was willing to make for me. So, my before before I got into my whole or when I was coming into my whole feminist girl power black women run the world like personality thingy vajig, jig like when I was coming and like starting to understand that that world and those those ideas and maybe started to combine. That was such a rocky place for me and him because my dad is so old school, like so old school. Girls wash the dishes, boys take out the trash. Girls cook and clean, guys go out and pay bills. Very like old fashioned type of father, like very like cover up, like you don't need to wear a crop top. Those shorts are too short. Sit down and be quiet. Like, you know, Really was like old-fashioned type of gender role type that now if you know me i was not fucking with none of that shit no no i'm not why do i always have to wash dishes why do i gotta do this because i'm a girl because i'm a girl and we would literally go back and forth and back and forth about about so many different gender roles and um so many different ideas about femininity um So many ideas about masculinity, we would go back and forth. Like, I would get so mad but I'm grateful for those moments because I feel like I was able to establish my beliefs even more firmly. I don't think I would be as feminist as I am if it wasn't for my dad, if it wasn't for those experiences. Um, I don't think I would be so passionate. I don't think I would even have pursued Women and Gender Studies if it wasn't for the experiences I had at home with my dad in those conversations. And. I think what's really beautiful about it and I, why I say my dad really loves me is because it takes a lot to unlearn so many years of gender roles and, and ideologies and, and to unlearn and change the way you think about things. So it's a lot of work. And to be willing to do that, I think was was very, very important for my growth. And for our relationship to grow so I love that I was really able to change his opinion about some things I was really able to see him at to, to get him to see me as a person who had um, important things to say and who said things that made sense and I think the growth that we were able to experience together during that time period was so important like for real so important and I think That he, those conversations are what gave me the confidence to have those conversations with other people and taught me how to have those conversations with other people. Because, again, if you know my dad, you know my dad is very emotional. Like, he will be mad at me for saying this right now, but he's emotional, expressive. He is going to yell and he's going to yell and talk over you and all that thing and all of that stuff and I feel like having that experience and still being able to talk to somebody and get your ideas out when they're doing that I learned how to do that and now when I go out and I talk to other people it's so much easier because it's like you're emotional and I'm not (laughs) like I don't know like I think that that's I really think in a weird way it gave me the tools to be able to do what I do so well um and to it gave me a lot of patience. It gave me so much patience because unlearning things is not something that's gonna happen real quick. It takes time. It takes constant teaching because you're unlearning. So I'm constantly having these conversations over and over and over again. And I had the, it gave me the patience to be able to do that. And I think that's why I have so much patience now when it comes to talking about topics that are controversial because of those conversations that we were able to have in the past. And don't get me wrong, there's still things that we don't see eye to eye on, but we are able to have those conversations in more productive ways. And I'm able to learn from him and he's able to learn from me. And that just brings me to my next point. My dad is literally my biggest teacher. Before I was in school, I give I really credit most of my learning to that man. Like for real, most of the things I know is because of him. My dad was never afraid to question the things that were going on around him, never afraid to tell things how they are, never afraid to fact check, go back and learn for yourself and question shit. And I think that's he taught me how to do that. And that made me so much better of a learner and a teacher. I really can credit my dad for all of for like my way of thinking in a way. He taught me how to question the world around me because I watched him do it and take backlash from doing it and not give a fuck and I think that was important for me to learn and really what I'm saying is I really would not be the person I am today had it not been for that man right there like oh God. um yeah and the, my, my dad is is brilliant like really brilliant like the way he can put words together oh my god that i'm just gonna go on so many tangents. the way that he can put words together the ideas that he can come with up with the questions that he can ask like i really look at that man like einstein better than einstein like he's brilliant in so many ways and i just have to say that i have to say that and i commend Oh, why am I getting emotional? Like anyway. I commend him for everything that he has taught me and for who he is and just really his ability to his resilience. That's the way I'm looking for. I have a tattoo um on my on my um what is it called rip cage that says resilient and i think i first learned what that word meant from him and i saw it in real life from him honestly like my dad is the type of person that you can knock him down 11 times he's going to get back up 12 and 13 more times like the things that i was able to see him overcome No matter what, like no storm was ever too tough. Ever, like never. And that's just, I commend him for that. And I'm so grateful that I'm able to watch this happen and learn to be just as strong and resilient because like, you know, life is not easy, especially when you're black, when you're a black woman, a black man or whatever, life is not easy so that resiliency not everybody has and I'm happy that shit that's in my genes and it's in my nurturing so again thankful for that honestly and the last thing I don't even know if this is the last thing but another thing I want to say is I love I'm assertive y'all yeah, know I'm assertive if I feel a type of way about something I'm gonna let you know if I want something I'm going to go get it, period, because that's just who I am. And that's just who I am because I was taught to be that way. My dad is the type of person who will command space with just a simple dropping of a word, command a whole space, a whole room, all eyes, attention, everybody shut up, pin drop, silence. And I can do that because he can do that. There's been times and um that I really watched it happen and I'm just like wow you really gangster bro you really gangster like I remember the first time I really saw my dad like weak not weak but like cause in my head my dad's like like I said he's an aggressive dude like he's not big but he's aggressive and his his energy is big So the first time I really saw him like little and I don't even wanna say little, I really don't know how else to describe it, but when I seen him was when he had back surgery and that was the scariest day of my life, bro. Literally, I don't even know why I was so scared, but I was so scared that day. Literally. I came all the way back from Boston, because I had to be here that day because I don't even know I just you know I have anxiety so everything was just running in my my mind thinking about all bad things that could happen everything that could go wrong you know so I had to be there and then when I was there first of all the surgery was supposed to take the surgery was supposed to take like three or four hours we were in the hospital for like 16 hours so already when i was there i'm panicking bro panicking i could not sit down i was walking back and forth fucking nailing the doctors down yo where's my dad where's my dad where's my dad like nothing i can tell you yet there's nothing you can tell you yet like i was really ready to fight them but when he finally got out of surgery like i was just so happy like yes all my anxiety finally came down. I'm like, yeah. But, um I'm getting emotional because that day was hard for me, like, for real. Like, I don't even think he knows how hard that day was for me, but it really was. Like, I don't know, I just had so many ideas in the back of my head about what could happen. Even though it was a minimally invasive surgery, any surgery is like, you know? And then I don't hear back for like six hours when it was supposed to take three hours, like, I was scared. But anyway, the point of the matter of telling the story is that when he got back from surgery, the nurse kept saying, um, damn, yeah, I'm myself. The nurse kept saying, where is my tuka? Like that my dad was saying, where's my tuka? Where's my tuka? And that's what my dad calls me. That's my name. So he kept calling out for me. And I'm like, yo, that just made me feel so much better because, you know, I was scared. And he was thinking of me like when I was thinking of him. So like that moment just really made me feel in my heart that I was loved, for real. Like I'm the first person you think about when you come out of surgery, like hyped up on anesthesia and all these other drugs when you think about me. um, Yeah, but the point of me telling this story was when he was recovering, right in the hospital, they only allowed you to have two visitors. But you know my family, we run deep. Fuck that. So one of us was trying to get up upstairs to the the doctor. I meant to the doctor, to the hospital room, to see my dad and chill with my dad. And the nurse was like, "Oh," and the friend dad's like, "Oh, no more visitors. My dad just got whole surgery less than twenty four hours ago." cannot walk yet got out the bed with the walker walked all the way down the freaking hospital when he was not supposed to be out the bed and told them they better let my aunt upstairs or he's turning shit up like you just got out of surgery you're in mad pain and you over here turning shit up in the hospital like that yeah that's and that's believe they let us all up they let us all up because the fuck? Why wouldn't they? Like, but this is like I'm just trying to show y'all like my dad is really a gangster. Like, like how you just got out of surgery in pain and everything and you turn it up. Like you like this this is crazy. But yeah. I I feel like it will take a whole series. whole lifetime to tell y'all everything that there is to tell y'all about my dad and how much I love him and appreciate him but I'm just taking about 20 minutes of your time to tell you how much I appreciate this man because I think like I said in the beginning it's important to give people their flowers when they can still smell as long as my dad is here I want him to know that I love him. I don't think I would be what today had it been for him. And I'm forever grateful. Forever indebted. Um, I'm thankful for all the father-daughter dances. All the arguments. All the drives to college. All the phone calls at 3 a.m. Like, where you at? you know I'm thankful for all of it It will never go remain ever and I can't wait to spend as many years as possible with you on this earth and don't get it twisted this episode is a tribute to my dad but I do love my mama too and I have The next episode, episode five, is going to be a special episode because I want to dedicate that episode to my mom, but I want to do it in a different way. I think that I will not do justice to you all and to her by simply talking about her. So I'm actually going to have her on this episode with me and it's gonna be interesting and i'm excited for it too so don't get it twisted i love my mama too and she knows that and everybody knows that but right now this is a daddy's girls episode so i got a little emotional but i ain't gonna apologize for it y'all know me and dad if you're listening know i love you and i don't know why i'm crying but let's pretend like like I'm not okay I don't get emotional I don't do this emotional stuff like we all know that like I don't cry um but yeah won't apologize for crying but like always if I said or did anything during this episode that made you feel harmed in any way I apologize it was not intentional so thank you for being with me for rocking with me for listening to what I have to say by helping and by and for helping me give flowers to the people who really deserve them. So, thank you. And over and out, episode two, complete the fence.